You're listening to City Lift Church's podcast. We hope today's message fuels you with courage for your journey. Here's today's message. What's up, everybody? Today, I want to share with you guys a message about finding purpose before you find your partner, right? So we know that in this society nowadays, we're in a moment where marriage is in decline and singleness is just rising up. That's just the kind of society that we're living in right now. It's not bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not bad. It's just the kind of times we're in. You know, people are taking a, a focus in their careers. People are starting to just get married later because they have student debt. Yes, a student debt is real. And I'm sure I'm not the only one with student debt here. Right? Um, here's one of the ones that I found really funny. Immaturity is lasting a lot longer. People just want to hang out, you know. People just want to have fun, you know. There's also the fear of commitment. There's also the fear of how your parents had a bad marriage. About 50% of the people that are in this room, their parents are probably divorced. So we grew up where we see broken homes and we we're like, God, I don't know if I want to do this. But, and, and, you know, we're just surrounded by distractions in general. So today, I'm not here, guys, to give you the 10 steps, how to find that girl. All right, I'm not here to give you the simple. I'm not here to bake click you today, guys. I'm here to give you word. And I, and, I, and, I, and I really believe that we have a good thing when it comes to living your life as a single person. Marriage was created by God, just like God created us to be single. God also created marriage. And the word says in Proverbs, it says, he who finds a wife finds what, what is good and receives favor from the Lord. Right? But the Bible also talks about how singleness is also good. The apostle Paul, probably one of the most famous single people in the Bible and probably throughout history, said this. I wish that all of you who were single as I am. But each of you has your own gifts from God. One has this gift. The other one has that. Now, to the unmarried and the widow, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. Man, Pastor Paul was right. I mean, Apostle Paul was radical. He was, he was radical. He was like, yeah, why don't you all stay single like me, right? <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you. This, this sounds good. But it sounds good on paper. How many of you know that, that being single is hard, right? I lived through it. I think all of us have lived through it. But I want to share with you guys just three very specific things about your life in singleness and how you must find your purpose before you find that partner. You know, there's a lot of misconceptions about singleness, and we're going to address them today because I know that this is what's going to help you prepare for that moment, right? So let's talk about it. What's the big, let's be real, right? Marriage is not the answer to your singleness, all right? Why do I say that? Because these misconceptions begin when we think, right? And people, and we are taught that the solution to singleness is marriage. I, I was only 25. I say like I was only 25, right? I was 25 when I started pursuing my wife. And I remember people coming up to me, it's like, so when are you going to get married? And I was like, dude, I'm only 25, and people come up to you, and I'm sure that a lot of you out here who are single have come into that place. It's like, how come you're not married? Do you have any prospects? <laughs> it's like, come on, people, chill out. Or this is the, 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 I've heard this one, and mostly for girls, like, you're pretty. How come you don't have a, you don't have a man? 
I was like, dang, dude, you guys are savage. But it's, let's be real, man. Uh, I, I, I want to be honest with you guys. I, I, this, is a, this is a serious topic in church and, and in life in general. Where, where, where singleness is seen as you're not doing okay. Something's wrong with you. And I see all the singles going, yeah. You know, when I was re getting ready, because I, I knew about this topic for a, month, uh, for a couple weeks now, and we talked about it. I reached out to some of my single friends at work and just around and say, how do you guys feel? And, and the majority of them were like, oh, it's okay, you know. But there were some that were like, yeah, man, like, we're treated differently, you know. There's the married people, and everything's catered to them. And then there's the singles, like, there's the singles. Like, like being single, it's, it's like there's something like you have a disease or something. So the, the church, and, I, and, and I'm not saying that's not happening here to live, guys. Just, let's just be clear on that. But I know a lot of us have come from places that things do function like that, even in your families. It's like everything's catered to married people, and the single people are like, yeah, you know. Go to the singles group. Find yourself a man. I was like, dang, that's hard, right? And I was like, I was like, nah, you guys got to be lying. And then I took two seconds and I was like, yes, they're right. Because it's true. There's a big misconception about being single in society. And I know right now in, in this day and age, we're fighting that. Yes, we're getting married later, but that doesn't mean you don't want to get married. You know, I know a lot of people that say, I'm going to wait to get married because I want to pay down my student loan debt. Because I don't want to come into marriage uh, giving, giving my spouse a heartache of $150,000, it's real. Or you just say that you want to, you know, you want to do things yourself. You want to live life. I mean, every, everybody's traveling now, man. Traveling is a lot cheaper than it was like 10 years ago. 10 years ago, there was no travel vloggers. Now, like every other friend's a travel vlogger. They're everywhere. They have so much influence. But let's be honest, man. You know, this is not the solution. God didn't call us to have a solution by getting married. You're not sick, my friends, who are single. You're not saying there's nothing wrong with you. But the Bible is clear about singles and married people with the purpose. Look again at what the, uh, the Apostle Paul said again in the same uh, Corinthians 7. He says, I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs. And how he can please the Lord. Look at this. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of the world and how he can please his wife. And his interests are divided. And a married woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be a devote, devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she pleases her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way, in undivided devotion to the Lord. Look at that. Undivided devotion to the Lord. Yes, single, being single is hard. There's a lot of things that people who are single have to deal with you know we have the whole issue of sexuality which is real temptation we have sin lingering around we have loneliness there's also issues of intimacy but not in like the uh 
the, the sexual level, but intimacy with other people in community. You know, these are the things that can block you from fulfilling God's purpose in your life. And this is the weapon that Satan wants to use to separate you from that specific purpose. So let me tell you something. The struggles are not exclusive to people who are single. This is what a, being a human being is all about. We all have struggles, whether you're married or single, whether you're divorced or widow. You all have struggles. We all have struggles. But the issue is that if we don't take care of these issues, if we bring this into marriage, it would only amplify it and bring it to light. And at that point, it's going to be very hard to deal with because you didn't take care of yourself coming into marriage. You came in with a bag next to you. And you don't only, want, you don't only have to deal with yours. You have to deal with your spouses. So if you're trying to figure out what is your purpose in life, guys, marriage will not give you purpose. The only thing that will give you purpose is seeking the Lord. Because if you're looking for purpose as well in marriage, this will only amplify your emptiness. And it's a real thing. You know, if you talk to any married person here, if you talk to someone who's been in a, in a relationship, they're going to tell you, yeah, I wish I would have dealt with this years ago. You know, the person who deals with pornography getting married doesn't change that. It only shows up in the bedroom. And it's real. And it's real. So enjoy your time as a single person. Because being single is a gift. But it's a gift with an expiration date. Yeah. As a married man with a father of three, I look at you single people and I envy you, man. Whoo, boy. I, I, I got to say, I got to say, it's hard sometimes to be married with three kids, having a ministry and doing all these things. Because I look at you guys just going about your life, like whatever, waking up at 10, 11 a.m. And I'm like, I've been up since 530, you know. I have a vague memory of my singleness when I was single, man. It was like, you know, Thanos came and he did the snap and my memories just vanished. Like, where's that life? I left it behind. But when I was single, I had a manager who was very intentional and she had small children during that time. And she said this to me very clear. She said, Martin, you're single. And she was probably struggling because she had little kids. You're single. Do the best you can for the Lord at this time because this will be the only time that you'll be able to do it. And I was like, wow. At that time, I didn't realize it. But, yeah, it's, it, was the, it was the foundation. I mean, I was very involved in church, yes. But it, it shows up now when I'm married and I have kids that the foundation that I set is where God wants me to be. So if you're here, the real question for you is, are you using your singleness to the most? Are you focused on the things of the Lord? Are you using this time to play chicken with God, whether or not I want to be here or not? You know, you play like, you play like yeah, maybe today, not maybe tomorrow. You have a gift in your hands that nobody can take away from you. But it's a gift that we may not be using or you may not be using in the proper way right now. Because God did call you. God did call you. And believe it or not, life will happen. And when life happens, you're going to be like me saying, where did that go? Time vanished, and what did I do? What did I accomplish with my purpose? 
Look, if you're sitting here today and, and, and you really want to find your purpose of, with God, this is the moment where you need to have that real conversation with him. Okay? This is the moment where you need to sit down and say, God, what am I doing in this world? We have a gift. But the fact that we have a gift doesn't mean that we're going to use it. If I have a car and I don't drive it, the car's sitting out there. So what are we doing with this? When are we going to have that conversation with the Lord to say, God, use me. Here I am. When is the Lord going to be able to enter your life? And you'll be able to identify who you are in Christ. To be able to identify the, the call that he has for you. Because he wants to use you. God wants to use every single one of us. God has a specific calling for us. There's many people, if you look in history, if you look in the Bible, there's people that God used during their singleness. You know, you have uh, Joseph the dreamer, the guy that ended up like pretty much ruling Egypt before a famine. You know, then you have King David, who's King David. I mean, who doesn't know about King David? He's even in popular culture. You know, and you have Daniel, and, and, and you know, you have the, the, the three friends that were, you know, sent to burn and all this, and the lions. They all this during their youth when they were single. But there's one guy that I really liked. His name is Prophet uh, Samuel, right? Prophet Samuel was a young boy that his mom dedicated to the Lord. And it's a whole crazy story. It's a really cool story. I suggest you read it. But that's not what we're going to talk about Samuel today. Samuel was growing up in the Lord. He was dedicated, and he was there. And then the Lord calls him, and he didn't know who it was. He thought it was his mentor calling him. He goes to his mentor and says, did you call me, sir? And he's like, no, nah, man, I, I was sleeping. I didn't call you. Then he goes back, and it happens two times. And then the, the, the mentor goes to him and says, hey, listen, if it happens again, you say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Right? So the boy goes back to sleep. This young guy goes back to sleep, and he hears the voice again. And it says, Lord. Speak, for your servant is listening. And you know what happened? The Lord spoke. Simple as that. He got his heart ready for what the Lord was going to do. And you know what happened to this young man? Look at this, what it says. In, uh, in his book, First Samuel, it says, The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up. And he let none of Samuel's word fall to the ground. And all of Israel... From Dan to Bathsheba, recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. Just like Samuel, God wants to use you during this time in your life. The question is, are you ready to walk out that purpose? We already know what marriage is not. We already know that you have a gift. But are you ready to walk the walk? Now, if you're here and you want this for yourself, if you want this in your life, you just got to strap your boots and start working. The harvest is plenty. The workers are few. And every one of us has a purpose. We have a purpose to, 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 to focus on what the Lord wants to do in us. Look at what Jesus said when he came to work. It says, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life 
will find, who loses, loses their life for me will find it. And what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Simple calling. Pick up your cross. Follow me. You see, we don't need to complicate God in this area either. All we need to do is say, God, here I am. <laughs> Lord, speak for your servant is listening. That's all Jesus wants us to do. That's all God wants us to do when we're looking for a purpose. You know, the Bible tells us that the, the, the work is there for us. That the gift that we have by being single is a gift where we can give the most that we can. It's the moment where we can say, you know what? If there's somebody that needs something, I'll be there for them. If there's a moment where it's like somebody needs to stand up, you will stand up. You know why? Because you're going to get to that point in your life where you're going to have marriage, you're going to have kids, that you can no longer do that anymore. But the things that God is going to be working in your life during the moment of like, Building and building that foundation where you would rather have building God in the rock rather than building in sand. That when you get married, it just crumbles around and you're back to square one. And now you have to do it with two people. We have a great opportunity to do this. You know, he, God, God only wants us to keep track and keep us in the, in the lane of holiness. See, you're not only fighting, and this is the craziest thing, you're not only fighting temptations of sin, but you're fighting distractions. We're in a, such a world right now where we have everything available. You can go on Google Travel and put in where you want to go and get at least five different airlines telling you how to get there. Everything's at our hand. Everything's in hand reach. But distractions are not just distractions of your time. Distractions has the power to be just like a sin. Because what is sin trying to do? It's trying to drive you away from God's purpose in your life. That's what it is. That's all it is. And the thing about it is that we, we, we mask distractions as something that it's okay. You know, it's just someone on my social media. Oh, I just have this friend. Oh, I just got to work longer today. But this is the tool that Satan uses, again, to drag you farther and farther from the purpose that God has in your life. We put a lot of blame on Satan. And we say, no, Satan, you want to do this. But he's not even trying that hard to do this in your life. Because us ourselves are moving farther and farther from God. Not even with sin, but with distractions. And honestly, I don't think any of us wants to find our purpose later in life. The, the sooner we find our purpose, the better it is for us. Because the more we can serve other people, the more we can fulfill that purpose. I don't, I don't, I don't you don't see many 80-year-olds old, 80-year-olds saying, hey, I found my purpose in life. There could be. But we do see a lot of 60-year-olds saying, I wish I would have. I wish I would have. Man, I wish I would have taken that risk. Man, I wish I would have picked up that phone call. See, marriage doesn't make things easier, but singleness makes things a lot easier. Because you're not worried about who you're going to serve. You have one focus in your life. You know, 
And it's all about how we have an outlook as to what's coming ahead. Look, one of the things that distraction does the hardest in our days is to keep us away from the, 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 the lane that we need to be on. We don't have a game plan if we're distracted. We need to have a game plan for God to be able to use us. You know, you have an opportunity to surround yourself. Look for people. Have, have, have friends that are going to influence your life. All of us out there have friends that are not good for us. But those are the friends that we're letting ourselves influence. We're letting them take control over our lives. You, we need to find a circle of friends and mentors, people who are going to add value to what God has called us to do. Pastor Matt said just now during our service, uh, offering time, that the only way and the reason we need to give is because we need to move this kingdom around. There's a lot of empty chairs today, man. A lot of empty chairs. And there's a lot of people out there who need us. I, I, and let me just open up my heart real quick. But you know how hard it is for a married person to do something when they have kids and a wife to serve? It's so hard. I play soccer at 10 p.m. because it's the only time that I can go because I have to put my girls to bed before I can go out of the house. It's real. And I get all these single guys who play with us like, oh, yeah, we're going to stay out until 2 in the morning. I'm like, dude, I'm done by 1130. You have an opportunity to fill these seats. Our church has a lot of single people. And you guys have the greatest power that we can offer. You need to surround yourself with people who are going to help you lift you up. Talk to those married people and learn from them. Learn from their mistakes. There's no stigma here. Being around married people doesn't suck, you guys. It's an opportunity for you to say, I am not doing that anymore. When I get married, I'm not doing that. Maybe you won't lose with your hair like I did. No, I'm just kidding. I lost it when I was young. Um, <laughs> before marriage. But, yeah. It's the time where, 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 where you connect yourself to the root. If you're here at City Lift, and I'm going to challenge you right now. If you're single, you're here in City Lift, and you're not serving, ask yourself that question, why? Ask yourself why it is and what do you need to get there. Guys, this thing happens every Sunday, and the Lord wants to use all of us to do something great. But the things that I can do will take me probably way longer than what a single person can do. So use the time. Your singleness does have an expiration date if you want to get married. If you don't want to get married, man, be like Paul, bro, and just go all in and serve the kingdom. But if you want to get married... Get ready. Get ready. You know why? Because when you start focusing on walking towards your purpose, you will find your spouse along the way. This life is full of different paths, and you can find them anywhere. You can find a wife anywhere you want. You can walk outside and you can find a wife. Doesn't mean that is the right person. But once you focus yourself and you have that laser vision and you have that tunnel vision and you say, Lord, this is the purpose, where do I start? That's where God wants you to be. That's where God wants you to be. And this is, the, this is what God called us to be. Because when you're walking in your, give, in your given path, 
you will find that God give you a a spouse. And together, you will be able to live out his purpose. You'll be able to live out his purpose. So whether or not you're going to get married, here's the real deal. Whether or not you're going to get married, life has never been about that. But it's always been about and will always be about the pursuit of purpose in God. Thanks for listening to City Lift Church's podcast. Subscribe now to get new episodes each and every week. If you live in or ever in the South Florida area, come visit us on Sundays at Northeast High School in Oakland Park. You can also visit our website at citylift.church and keep updated with us on Instagram by following us at City Lift Church.